on Inside the Cave. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Oh, yeah. Inside the Cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. I'm going to y'all show, man. Yeah. It's tight, though. I like this one. Inside the cave. This show is great. Inside the cave. Who said that? You're on the number one show. Inside the cave. He gave me a real zap in the gap. We're not about to play with you. Oh, that's funny. Inside the cave. How does Kat make her footage? I don't, I don't know if y'all want me to tell that story. Inside the cave. Now, thank y'all for being a major outlet to a lot of people who need that. Turn around and interviewing you for having the best podcast in the nation. Don't want to be down with this ass. David is so crazy. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com, and also inside the cave blog.com. Go to inside the cave blog and register. Give us your email, register to inside the cave blog, and you too can participate in the fun of seeing inside the cave daily. All of our blogs, you get us 24 7, seven days a week, and also you get a podcast. So, Thank you to all the many people that have subscribed already. We need some more. Keep subscribing to InsideTheCaveBlog.com. It is free. Subscribe to that. I am CB at I'm the Real CB. That's where you can follow me and follow the cave at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush. Like us on Facebook and also subscribe to us on iTunes. Thank you to everybody. I'm humbled, man. I hate to say it. I'm humbled by all the people that's found us on Stitcher. These are people that I don't know. Stitcher and the TuneIn and the TuneIn app. I'm humbled by it, man. I thank you guys for listening. The numbers look good. Thank you. Really appreciate that. And next to me today, also, if you listen to the show for a long time, you know he is the most important person on God's green earth. Yes, I know there's an election this year, and there's two candidates that are vying for to be the most powerful person in the world. But the most powerful man in the world is standing right next to me, Joe Dirt. What's going on, everybody? How you like that? Donald Trump, you go kill yourself and start over. How you like Don't that intro? Don't show again. How you like that intro, man? Did I bring you in right? Yeah, that was great. Also with us, he is a Southern baby. Big dog. What's up with it, man? Uh, Slick Rick got some words for you, just to let you know. Yeah, I bet. Tell Slick Rick here one with dog. Right. I'm just letting you know. Slick Rick's still on his earth. you know. Still on the bench. At any time, he can come off. And also the co-host of this show, Mr. Cave Crush himself, Veli Vell. What I have for the Cave Crush crew? What up, everybody? It's your boy, Veli Vell. You can find me at Twitter or Instagram, Veli underscore Vell. And then what, dog? And Cave Crush. Because it is. Yeah, man, we got a good show today, another good show. Uh, Juan the God, as our guest today, his name is Juan the God. He is from Indiana, 
uh, Muncie, Indiana to be exact. Great story in light of everything that's going on in America today. You guys gotta hear this story of a rapper named Wanda Guy from Muncie, Indiana. He too has been suffered from uh, police brutality. He talked to us about that today. And I gotta tell you, man, he beat the system. He was uh, he represented himself in court. And uh, it's a great story. And also, he's a dope rapper, too. So I had a chance to talk with Wanda God from Indiana. That is coming on later on in the show on Inside the Cave. And you can go to InsideTheCaveBlog.com under the Cave Spotlight, and you can see more of Wanda God. All right? How y'all boys feeling, though, man? Y'all ready to get this thing started, man? Alright, well let's get it started with Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment, the A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. Jello Beats, holla at me. Who you got, Joe Dirt? Man, I got about 50 million people on my damn list today. Let's do it. Uh first of all. All these assholes that was all on Colin Kaepernick back. Where the hell y'all at now? Since this uh, dude done got shot uh, over in Tulsa. If, you know what I'm saying? The thing that he been protesting peacefully and it's shit still happening. You don't see nobody jumping out saying nothing now. Yeah. So all and all the people that sending him death threats. Sending Colin Kaepernick uh, death threats. Y'all can kill yourself and start over. Yep. That cop shot the man in Tulsa. You can kill yourself and start over. That was a woman. You know what? You can kill yourself and don't start over for Terrence Crutcher. How about that? Talking about she meant to pull out her taser. Bitch, you don't know the difference between a taser and a gun? Why is she You in the wrong line of work. Why is she even a cop? Does she look like... Oh, man. She shouldn't even be a cop. Look like somebody from fucking Mayberry. Right. So sit your ass down somewhere. Exactly, man. Exactly. We're gonna talk more about that in a little hot second. Who you got, big dog? Man, I got uh, I got Sheriff David Clark. Yeah. That goofy looking motherfucker. I can't stand him either, dog. Man, it just don't stop with this guy, man. What do you How say? you gonna have a inmate and you're not giving water and let him die of thirst? Crazy. Crazy. That's crazy. Six days no water. You gonna get away man, with it. Makes no sense, man. Yeah, you gonna get away with it too. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and and also uh, to to kind of pick it back off of what Joe uh, touched on, Pet, uh, Betty Shelby. Yeah. That's the female cop that shot Terrence Crutcher. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Man, if, if, if being a cop, man, you got to be willing to, you know what I'm saying, to put them hands on somebody right. at some, some time. You know what I'm saying? But it seems like they just don't have no value for a black man yeah. or anybody of color. Yeah. Anybody that's poor. Yeah. I got a, I got a, I got a solution to go with your solution from uh, a few episodes ago. I got something to say about that. Who you got, Valleyville? Uh, going on with the flavor, uh, my kill yourself and start over for the past couple months, of course. The police, uh, as I like to say, not all police, but y'all know who y'all are. Uh, I'm only proving me right for making y'all 
the uh, consistent kill yourself and start over. Also, another uh, person who I hate that he has my last name, um, Don King. <laughs> Don King. Uh, great job at um, thinking you supporting Donald Trump when really you got a gang of white people sitting behind you laughing at you and not with you. Right. Great point. Don King, kill yourself, start over, and change your last goddamn name. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. Well, uh, well, I got a few of them. Let me start over with a. Let me start with a reset and start over. I want to give my son Cameron a reset and start over. Uh, you know, I know Joe. You know this too. We are still working on this potty training thing, and you know he thinks he got it. You know he doesn't think he needs help. And I keep telling him, I keep telling him, I said, son, before you flush the toilet, put your Johnson back in your pocket, in your, in your pants. And he didn't listen. And he almost damn near flushed his dick down the toilet. <laughs> I, I told him. So he gave, yeah. he gave new meaning to the, uh, to the story Moby Dick the other day. So, uh, Cam, you're going to learn to listen to daddy. I didn't get to be 36. By being stupid. I'm giving inside the cave a kill yourself and start over because now we will be going into the entertainment category. We were in the comedy section. We will be now leaving the comedy section and going into the entertainment section for ratings. And also because uh, we're not really that funny anymore. The one funny guy we had on the show, he's he doesn't show up. So I figured we just go to the entertainment section. With a little bit of comedy, edgy, that covers everything. You know, you guys see what we talk about. We talk about all type of stuff. So, I think we're more of an entertainment show than just a comedy show. You guys agree? I guess. All right. All right. All right. So, we got a kill yourself and start over from a couple of listeners. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. This one is from our homegirl, Denise. He said, if some... Mar Moore is really gay, then he needs to kill himself and start over. Yeah, that's Mar Moore gay. That's a rumor going around about that, and these ladies are very upset about that. You know, hey, uh, I've been telling women that shit for years that he was gay. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that. Not that there's anything hey, wrong. Hey, with that. But but what do we say? Let us find out Rihanna gay. Oh, we gonna be excited about that one, Hell especially yeah. about the sex. Hell yeah. All right, we got another one from my man Raymond. I don't think it's Usher. Everybody loves raping. The guys at the gym that told me I had no underwear on while we were hooping needs to kill themselves and start over. Raymond, I definitely agree with you on that one, brother. Yeah. I just want to know and what kind of gym you were at. If you wasn't wearing no drawers, <laughs> the hell are you looking for? Oh, I would be one hooping in the white gym shorts with no drawers on. Probably had a short sack with his ass hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about AN1. Look like AN2. Oh, man. All right. Uh, we got another one from my man Leonard. <laughs> right to the point. Tristan Thompson, kill yourself and start over. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. To the point. I'm assuming because he's dating Chloe uh, Kardashian. And we all know from former NBA players that uh, they usually don't work out uh, well. Not at, not at all. She's definitely a team player. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I just got I, I got a little news that uh, the game said uh, he p- 
possibly smash Chloe and Kim. Yeah, good for him. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. That was Kill Yourself and Start Over, man. Let's get into this real quick. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar. On Inside the Cave. Uh, Lamar's not here yet, or oh, I don't know if he's coming yet, but uh, Veli Vale, you got the emails and complaints, right? All right, y'all ready? Let's do it. All right, we got it from, I'm assuming, one of our uh, favorites, Carol. CB, great job on the interview with the young lady, and nice of you to show a serious side of Inside the Cave. Let the violins play. Yeah, thank you, Carol. Thank you, Carol. I tried to be serious. You know, that young lady, she's doing big things. Shout out to her, Lala and her mom. Thank you, Carol. Great job, CB. I'm still yet to listen to that. Yeah, I know. And what's the name of the clothing line again, CB? Want to shout out? Temper. All right. We have Barbara. 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 She says she is so proud of the interview with the young lady. Too bad it was on the same episode as that Uga segment. <laughs> yeah, Barbara actually we listens. Barbara actually That's listens. Just a totally different segment. Yeah, Barbara actually listens on uh, Tune In. Okay. That's what's up. Appreciate that, Barbara. But no, she's definitely not an Uga. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got one from Trisha. Congrats on the 50th episode, guys. Yo, appreciate that, Trish. Thank you, Trisha. For Shout out, Trish. Trisha been listening to us every single show we have done. Who who introduced us to Trisha? I can't put my. I was thinking that too. Can't think of that. Who who introduced us to that lady? I gotta tell you, and she's a beautiful lady too. Veli, you ever seen her? You know what? I believe I did. Yeah, I gotta tell you, fine as hell. I believe yeah. I did. Joe, you um, ever seen? Joe, you ever seen her before? She's a sight for sore eyes. But anyway, <laughs> we got a, a message from Hey. I don't know if there's Dante or uh, uh, a girl with the Tay, Tay Tay. Is but, there uh, uh, what folks in there? I'm assuming, maybe. It says Courtney was PG. Wow, didn't know you had it in you. Very impressive. Shout out if to everybody wondering, that means, you know, PG, rated PG, because we had a 17 year old. Yeah, shout out to Tay. Shout out to Tay for using my government name. <laughs> right, didn't even notice that. Yeah. Hey, good job with that, CB. I know it was difficult trying to think of a question to ask without getting arrested. Yeah, wait till wait till we get the slick Rick stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, this not. You know what? I'm gonna just say this right now, Slick Rick. Send a send a question or or <laughs> sentence, not a damn whole paragraph, brother. This this shit that he sent us for like five episodes worth. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna get before I get to that guy though, we got um Andronette, I'm assuming. She says, I'm confused. It says seventy episodes, but you guys are only celebrating fifty. Huh? Okay, well Wait, let me uh? let me explain to you. Yes, we have about seventy shows up. But the episodes are with the whole crew when we are I've done a couple interviews by myself and we have a couple bonus bonus shows in the beginning and stuff like that. So the episodes is what you're hearing right now. So I'm celebrating 50 episodes, or we celebrated 50 episodes. This is 52. So, yes, I know it's 70 on there, but technically this is the 52nd episode. 
You guys understand that, right? Of course not. All right, cool. All right. And we got one from Cheryl. <laughs> she probably needs to be uh, on the show working with uh, us mm-hmm. and Slick Rick. What's she, she said, what's wrong with Joe? Y'all seriously need to edit. Cheryl, <laughs> <laughs> just know... Edit does not uh, is not allowed in this uh, conversation. In this group, we don't believe in edit. We just say the word dead. <laughs> DB, would you like to speak on the edits? Uh, I'm taking care of it. I'm working on it. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with me, Cheryl. <laughs> I'm a higher. All right, and before I read this long ass uh, four page letter from my homie Slick Rick, no chain. Let me take a deep breath, pump this inhaler. All right, Slick Rick says, DB, make sure you are out of violins playing in the background. Okay. I'm very disappointed with the last episode. Once again, y'all lack inconsistency. I told y'all to stick to the same formula as before. CB sounded like a creep during the interview because he was trying to find a question to ask the young lady. He was supposed to be prepared before the interview started. Joe wasn't hitting on shit with that dirt sheet either after three episodes of Good Weeks. I was glad to see Lamar International D fit right in with their segments on the show. That was good, but the show was horribly produced by CB. <laughs> now the big dog. How's he going to reserve for killing yourself and start over for me? He is the one person on the show that has been consistent and steady in his thoughts and music always on point. CB, you put some trash out like that last episode again. I'm going to have you reply as host. Replace. No, I'm assuming he said, yeah, he meant to say replace as host. Consistency crew. Belly well. Learn how to spell, Slick Rick. <laughs> <laughs> and Damn. he finished this crew. Belly, what up? What up, Slick Rick? Shout out to the homie Slick Rick, man. Shout yeah. out to the Slick Rick. Your ass still got that reserve. Kill yourself. <laughs> hey, you know Jay Cutler got her, Slick Rick. We need somebody to fill in. Wow. Oh, man. That was emails and complaints. Well, hold on. What do you guys think about Slick Rick stuff? Yes, I know Slick Rick. I will do better and get this. Show produced right. I had a long week last week. Hey, no I ain't here to please Slick Rick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he be serious too, man. Y'all should see what he be looking when he be uh, sending me that stuff, man. For real. Oh <laughs> man, he be serious. <laughs> and that, yeah, that wraps up email and complaints. And the um, our listeners, kill yourself and start over. We appreciate appreciate that for y'all uh, following on with us. Yeah, man. All right, don't forget, uh, coming up soon, we got uh, Wanda God. Actually, I met Wanda God through Slick Rick. Believe that, man. So, uh, shout out to Wanda God. The interview is coming up next. But before we get into that, let's get let's talk more in depth about these latest two shooting uh, cop shootings. And what I like about what me and Wanda God talked about, which y'all hear, and it goes back to this game and Meek Mill thing. And I asked him straight up, I'm like, you know, with all these issues that we're having in the community, to see these two fools beefing. If it was just on track, that's one thing. But this thing looked like it has a potential to get pretty serious. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a mark for it, but anything. But we talked about that, too. Here's what I'm going to tell everybody my idea. Now, I agree with Big Dog, too, especially after what happened last time, uh, the last, these last two shootings. 
But here's what I'm thinking. And I saw this on Facebook before, and I'm going to go more in depth with it. What we all need to do is take ourselves and our sons and go get life insurance. Maximum life insurance. Okay? Just max it out. It might be 30 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month. It's worth it. Because, see, this country is not about the red, white, and blue. Don't let them fool you. It's not about Colin Kaepernick and the red, white, and blue. It's not about black and white. This country is motivated by green. If everybody had life insurance on themselves and their sons, and all these black men keep getting killed, and these life insurance policies, one thing about insurance, they don't want to pay out. Trust me, I know. I've done a lot. Well, never mind. Before. I, I know about insurance. All right, I've done, I had a lot of run-ins with insurance companies. If everybody go gets the highest policy on themselves and their kids and pay that money, the next time a black person gets killed, not only would that state have to pay out, but that insurance is gonna have to pay out 500,000. And insurances will start going to the lobby, going to, the, going, to the, going to Congress and all this kind of stuff. And that's when change Will get will, will be affected. Now that's just my opinion. I, I just not my idea. I saw it on Facebook, but the guy who put it on there wasn't in depth with it. I know a little something something about insurances, so that's that's my that's what I'm going to do. Actually, I already mean, you know I already have a life insurance policy on myself anyway. But I'm just saying, if everybody goes and do do that, that's sticking it to them. What y'all think? I mean, I guess you got a point somewhat, but what they gonna do? All they gonna do is stop. Uh start denying you know black people insurance or give them some low rate insurance there the problem with this country is black and white it is you know i served in the motherfucking military i served i served my country in the army uh but i don't wear that on my chest when the police pull me over they don't see that if a police pull another officer over if a black officer get pulled over in a white neighborhood they don't know that person's an officer unless he got his uniform on all they see is black skin. And their immediate first thought is, uh, I'm scared. I'm in trouble. This person, this black person or this person of color is going to be aggressive. I need to handle this situation differently. And that, that's the fucked up part. And that's the part that needs to change. That's why all these people, all these black men, all these people of color getting shot. All these people of color all uh, getting um so much injustice did you know i mean i remember watching that little what was she like 11 12 year old uh, black girl at the pool getting slammed by some uh police officer what the fuck is he slamming some little skinny girl on the, on the ground for like that you know that they, they that the mind thinking is black people are aggressive all black people ain't aggressive and even if they are we already scared of damn police we've been running from y'all for the longest yeah. you know what i mean that, that's why we're getting shot in the back so you know that I think that's, that's the biggest problem. They need to get off this uh, black people is aggressive thing, and we gotta approach them different. Good point, Joe. What you thinking, dog? Well, man, you know what? I'm definitely not a Donald Trump supporter, but I'm gonna give that motherfucker credit for one thing. What's that? He's done a good job of exposing the racism. That flows through these motherfuckers' veins over here in this country. Oh, you ain't lying about that. Donald Trump, along with Colin Kaepernick, has shed the light 
on a lot of shit. Yeah. Everything's starting to surface. You know, just a couple of days ago, we watched, uh, what's his name? Ahmad Khan Rahami. Am I saying that right? Yeah, I, I believe the so. The bomber. The bomber, uniform. Yeah, the bomber. To the shootout. Yeah. Ups. Now, they managed to shoot him in the leg and take him alive. But an unarmed black man, you don't stand a chance. And it's a damn shame you got to walk around feeling like you're a damn criminal as if, you know, you got to be on your tiptoes and you get nervous every time you see a cop. And I'm talking about family men, fathers, you know what I'm saying? Working men, paying taxes, doing everything right. Yeah. But being black Hmm. seems to be a crime in this this country. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because, Veli, I was just telling uh, the old lady, I said, you know, me and Veli, we finally stopped, you know, running the streets, you know, and hanging out and stuff like that. So the chances of, you know, us getting shot at, you know, back in the day was by our own people was pretty high. So now we done moved from that level to now you could be on your way to work. I, I'm on the road. <laughs> now we got to worry. We're going from being worried about being shot by street dudes to now worrying being worried about being shot shot by the cops. And, and, and you know the fucked up thing about that, CB? Yeah. All this shit is being recorded. And, and, and in some way, they find a way to spin the narrative to make it seem like you in the room. All the it time. never fails. Yeah. You hear now they talking about they found PCP in this car? What the hell does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. That, he was hiding that, that, and like like everything being recorded, but shit was recorded in 1992 when Ryder King got his ass whooped. We see that. Right. Yeah. Hey, the, the only thing happening right now, man, because of the way technology is, everybody's getting everything instant. As soon as it happens, everybody got a fucking cell phone or a camera, and they posting that shit on. So so you know you getting instant news right away. But to, to tell the truth, you know what I'm we would love that. The we, same shit that's going on now has always been going on. But we would we love, just, we would love to be getting our ass whooped right now, wouldn't we? Instead of instead of getting killed. Man, yeah, uh, get you a big lawsuit on you can still live and see that money for your family. I mean, you it's can, so fucked up now because it's like I don't care if a, guy, a black guy or whatever committed a crime. Like the boy that got shot out here in Chicago, he was standing up there with his hands up after he finished running. They just shot him down. Why have no arresting him and giving him his motherfucking damn court? Like Dog said, you you shot a fucking uh, terrorist in a leg, arrested him. The boy that uh, shot up them black people in North Carolina, was that North Carolina, right? South Carolina. Okay. Church, y'all arrested him. Took the motherfucker to Burger King. Burger King. And he got his day in court. You know what I'm saying? A black man can't even get his day in court no more. Yep. Innocent, not just a black man, an innocent black man. Yeah. In both situations, those weren't even the people they were looking for. Those were not even suspects. They weren't arrested or right. nothing. That's the it's point. The point is to the point too where it's crazy because, and I know Joe, I, I didn't came across you while working. You know, me and you were both on the clock. Shit, I sometimes forget that I'm in the company vehicle and I still get nervous and I see a police and I'm like, damn, I'm in, I'm in the company vehicle. Yeah, I was just about to say, man, when I'm out on my job and I'm in and out the truck all the time, I'm always watching my back now because I don't know what police are thinking. You see how they did that mail carrier in New York? 
No, I didn't no. see that. They arrested the man while he's at work. They're a mail carrier because the police want to bother somebody. They ain't got shit else better to do. This man trying to do his job, and you fucking with him and arrest him while he at work. Well, you know, so I'm always watching my back. When I pick up my son from school, if I have him, I let him go to the park maybe 10, 15 minutes. Then we come in the house. I'm not going back out. But you know what? Because they don't tell what anybody around here think. But you know what that boils down to, really? Uh, that lady, what you say her name was, dog? Uh, Betty Shelby. Yeah. She had no business even being a cop. The, the problem is, I, I listened to uh, Steve on the Breakfast Club, Jerry Springer's old uh, security guard. And he used to be a Chicago cop. And he said, yeah. he said, yeah, I caught that. He said that there was times when he would, when he he went to the military, and then he went to uh, training, police training, right? And he said that, you know, he had it was a big what did he say, dog was a big fence you had to climb over. And he said yeah. that everybody couldn't do it, but then come Monday, that everybody had had a diploma. He said when they passed it, when I was here, they didn't pass, they didn't jump over the fence. He said, "Yeah, they had, they had to climb a wall. They had to be able to climb that wall. Mm-hmm. So basically, you had to be physically fit. Yeah, and you had to do it with your hands. And they couldn't do it. And he said, Monday they just end up passing them anyway. So that just that sets the standard right there. If you can't physically do the job, that so that resort still your only resort is to shoot. You should be right. you should be good with them hands. And I said this on Twitter. It's a goddamn shame when our great military can go. Republicans are complaining about Gitmo." All the prisoners that's in Gitmo. How did they get there? Our people went overseas and captured all them damn terrorist prisoners. Captured them. Brought them back here and put them in there to be questioned. But you can't do a simple arrest. You can't do a simple uh, uh, traffic stop. Police can't do a traffic stop. We can we can go overseas and, and grab terrorists. And well, I want- Think about it. How long does it take to become a cop? What, about 90 days now or some shit? Crazy. And they let anybody do it. And, and that should be a serious... And I probably the re- other reason is, too, it's not a, 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 a well-paying job either. You know, so... Well, you, you, you know you're a public servant. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I guess most people do it for the benefits and retirement or whatever, but at the same time, man, you should be able to handle yourself uh, physically. And you're supposed to be here to... Um, you know, serve and protect. Yeah. I, I got some. I got some partners back home, man. They came up and they became, um, became cops. You know, they're good guys or whatever. You know, and it's nothing against the good cops. Yeah. But in order to be a good cop, you can't witness a bad situation and don't say nothing. That's right. That's right. And it, and and it's definitely nothing against our soldiers. Right. You know, everybody wanna. Say take the flag out of it, and and that's another thing. If you're a black athlete and you're trying to help the media spin the narrative of what uh, Colin Kaepernick is trying to put out, they need to kill themselves and start over too. Hell yeah, yeah. Shaq, you know all these guys. Man. I mean, I understand if your parent or your relative uh, was an officer and and he may be one of the one of the good guys. Yeah. But I'm quite sure he came home a lot of days uh, with a lot of nightmares or, or you know, uh, baggage or, or just stuff that he's witnessed that he really wanted to talk about and he probably couldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, man. That is so crazy, man. Like you said, 
the Colin Kaepernick and all this stuff, man. And everybody uh don't want to bash him. I mean, to be a veteran and to to see the actions of these people out here, most of whom never served their country. But you want to talk about, oh, I'm so patriotic. You got to do all this net with the flag and stand at a, a, uh, you know, for the national anthem and all this shit. You know, I mean, them just words. That's a damn song. That that flag is is a piece of material. You know, that's a person's life that's being lost. Yeah. That flag's supposed to be a symbol of what this nation's supposed to stand for, but you know what I'm saying? It, it, it ain't represent us. And no, because it's all from back in the day. It ain't present. And, and uh, that's another thing, Joe. Huh? How the hell are you going to say, if you don't like it here, once you leave and go back? Right. I've been here. You ain't come from here either. Exactly. <laughs> how you going to steal some land, steal me from my land and bring me over here, and then tell me right. to <laughs> Same shit they was doing back then, they doing now. All right. Well, I seen somebody talking about uh, somebody got mad because uh, somebody told them they want an African American. Hell, I'm not an African American. I'm not from Africa. I'm black. Yeah. My ancestors used to, well, maybe you can call them African Americans or whatever, but I'm black. Yeah. And another thing, I forgot who I sent it to. Or maybe I sent it to CB. They were talking about uh, the NFL. They just recently started putting the players out there on the field doing the national anthem. It's Before all about they, money. you didn't even have to be out there. And, and you know why, Joe? For money. They had uh, the armed forces, the government had to pay for the NFL to have some kind of ceremony to uh, salute the soldiers or or whatever. They was paid big money. Yeah. Every yeah. time the players used to be in the locker room before the, before the National Anthem even took place. Yep. Yeah, man. African American. I ain't African American because y'all don't consider me American. But really, when you sum it up, also, it's 2016. Shit didn't just, shit just really changed when we was like, before we were all born. If you want to be technical with it, when you look at the number and the years, it's not like we've been free and we were equal 100 years ago. This shit, 30, 40 years ago. Right. Much. And that's the that's the crazy part that a lot of you know probably like our kids they don't they don't know that they don't understand that this shit just happened like with people black people start get somewhat equal rights even though we still getting screwed over and this ain't nothing but I, I guess you could say organized slavery yeah yep. because if you look at it you got all the black athletes that pretty much dominate sports so you mean to tell me if all the black athletes was to decide to I would sit out. No, that was, that's a great point. And I mean, all sports. Yeah. If, if anybody was to lose their endorsement behind standing up for what's right. Great point. They should have a a union for just athletes as a whole. Yeah. I don't mean just separate everything. You know, you got the NFL, you got the NBA, all the athletes. Because you take us out of you take us out of the equation, ain't shit popping. Ain't no, you ain't gonna, you ain't had no but coaches. And all these guys, you mean to tell me? Coaches and quarterbacks. Sure they got enough money to where they should be able to sit back. A game. The ones that hand them blow it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, dog, <laughs> they union just like ours. They got a strike fund. They got they got enough money if they had to sit out a game or so. 
But you know, it's just all about what the union supported, you know. You know, you know and you know how that goes. One thing that really get on my nerve is for people to always come out of saying this is I get this from a lot of white people, is it's not a black and white thing, it's an economic thing. It's a poor versus rich thing. Somewhat, yes, but for the most part, no. Because you could be rich as hell and black and still be treated like a nigga. It was a uh um that's what Don King said earlier. Right. Yeah, it was a, a judge, downtown Chicago, black lady, older, about 78 years old, outside smoking a cigarette, got into it with some white dude. Uh, I guess the white dude didn't want to smoke and buy one up. He should have walked away. He spit on that judge. Guess how much time he got? How much? None. And if it was the opposite way around, a black person spit on a white judge, they done threw that motherfucker under the jail. They tried, probably tried to get him damn down. Probably would have got killed. Hell yeah. So it don't matter if you poor or rich. I mean, shit. To me, it's all it's black and white. Yeah, I agree. All right, man. Uh, that was our discussion and everything. Let us know. Email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com or reply to us on Facebook or anywhere. You guys know where you, where to find us. Let us know how you feel about that. Those are our ideas. Those are our thoughts. Joe Dirt, we got the dirt sheets coming up today. Uh, you got something that's going to bring the tempo up a little bit? Yeah, I got something to make uh, people laugh and everything. Right. I, I think I got something that that uh, kind of changed the mood. Cool, cool, cool. The country rap tune is up next, too. And don't forget, right now is our interview with Juan the God. And we'll be right back more Inside the Cave. You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Filmed. Yo, this is Joe Dirt, the host of the Dirt Sheets, the best segment on any podcast. Stay tuned for another classic dirt sheet coming up. Matter of fact, don't even waste your time. Just fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the show and you can hear the best person on this podcast, which is me. When inside the cave. Inside the cave with CB, the leader, Joe Dirt, Dirty Joe, Valley Val, Frugal Valley, Big Dog, Bull Tide, Said, <laughs> Cousin Lamar. International D, the international lover, and cat inside the cave, the number one podcast in shot. Who said that? Inside the cave. All right, here we go. Welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com, and now inside the cave blog. I need everybody to go to insidethecaveblog.com, and you can see our today's guest under the cave spotlight. Go to insidethecaveblog.com and the cave spotlight. Uh, our This week's guest is brought to you by our good buddy, partner on Inside the Cave, Three Lee Films. Everybody listening to this interview go to at three leaf films on instagram and get you a video promo i know everybody's looking for promotion for this stuff this is the best way to do it holla at rolling at three leaf films on instagram to give you a good deal if you say inside the cave all right go to uh at three leaf films that's what this uh interview is brought to you by at three leaf films rolling Ah man, three leaf films. I'm telling you the best promo videos, videos for music production, anything you need. Go to 
rolling at three leaf films did you get that at three leaf films all right here we go today's guest is uh actually uh met him well i haven't met him yet but i got his information from uh a long time listener of inside the cave podcast i'm telling you that's why you guys send your feedback in man email us talk to us let us know how you feel about the show and we'll have someone that you know on the show and uh slick rick actually sent me this guy's information and you know i'm from chicago we're all inside the cave mostly from chicago and he sent me information on some on a rapper from indy and i didn't know what to expect i know about down south rappers i know about west coast rappers but i didn't know what to expect from a, another midwest rapper that's not necessarily from chicago even though we're pretty close so i checked out his music and everything he has a great story the music is dope. Can't wait to talk about it. He is here on Inside the Cave today. Welcome to Inside the Cave. Juan the God. What's up, brother? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. Chill. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. Uh, I ain't gonna hold up too much of your time, but uh, first of all, let me just say this, man. I told you earlier, your music is dope, right? Uh, I didn't know what to expect, and your music is dope, man. Um, I'm sitting back, and I... The first joint that caught me was bad guy. You know what I mean? Because I like, we all have been there, like, especially somebody like me. You know what I'm saying? And of course, I'm, it's like a play off of that, uh, the Scarface thing, I'm, I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So tell, tell us more about that, man. It was just, uh, I had got a, uh, beat from my engineer. His name is Michael Whitehead. I've been dealing with him for probably since the late 90s, and he came up with the beat, and you know, I was like, man, I like that, you know, that's one of my first project, so I was like, well, you know, I was so hungry, you know, I just had to eat the beat up. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, I think that's, you know, one of my favorite songs of my first project. Now, now how long have you been rapping? Uh, I started rapping in high school, just, you know, messing around with it, but I didn't really go hard until, you know, I got out of high school. I was like, well, let me see what I can do. And, you know, so I say probably a year after high school. Right, right, right. So you've been, what, five years now, what you say? Huh? I've been out of high school about, about 15 Oh man, real okay, okay, all right, all right. So, so you've been, yeah, so you, yeah. so you've been on the grind, then, man. So, like, to, uh, so what's that experience been like, man? You've been doing shows and stuff like that. Yeah, I've been doing shows, and then just you know, a little brief stint. That's what's been kind of slowing me down. I, I gotta stay out of, out of the can. It's like, right? We'll that, I mean, that, I feel like that hurt. That hurt me a lot. And now that I'm getting older, right. you know, it feels like I got it. I got it make it happen more i gotta make it happen faster now that i'm getting older right you know so right right so we're roughly about yeah. the same age uh i would say now here's the thing uh i saw that i got an article about you that uh you had a little little situation and um and it's kind of crazy that uh that you got what you went through that especially seeing what's going on in today's world i read the whole article i'm like this is exactly, you know, it was a few years ago. This is exactly what's going on now. And, uh, well, how about this? I'll let you tell 
tell everybody about, you know, the situation that you had at Ball State uh, University, man. Yeah, I was at Ball State, me and a couple of my guys, we was just out there chilling, you know, having fun, having a couple of drinks, because his birthday was the next day, so we was turning up for his birthday. And uh, so they had went and grabbed some pizza, and I was still in the club, uh, you know, just chilling and enjoying the little scenery and stuff. Uh, so they had went to the car, you know, they had went and got some pizza, and I was going to meet them in the car whenever they pulled up. So as soon as they hit it, hit me. said that you actually was your own lawyer, right? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I, I, I was, um, because this, I had got, uh, into it with an officer before, where it was in, while I was incarcerated, and they slammed me while I was in handcuffs, and another officer seen it, and they came to court, you know, and you don't really see that happen too much, another officer come to court, so, you know, they came to court, and it was like, well, you know, that was, you know, he slammed him while he was cuffed, and so they just, 
they wanted to sell that too. They wanted to get that out of the way real quick. So. Well, let me yeah, but I've I, I been, I been just, you know, it's basically the silver suits. When it comes to silver suits, it's just, you just got to follow the directions, basically. You know, on there, it, it's kind of difficult a little bit, but. Well, let me I mean, ask you. Well, let me ask you, you this. Know? Let me ask you this. This is this interview is not going to mess up your money, is it? With that civil suit, right? I want to make sure that about that. No. Nah. All right, cool. cool. Nah. That's the one thing I want to do is mess up nobody's money, brother. That's one thing I don't want. No, nah, I'm, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with that. You know, it's it's basically they saying that they didn't do it and they ain't admitting no guilt. Period. So. You know, still my side, it's my story and their story. Well, based on today's world, I just want to tell you this, you know, God bless, I'm glad you're alive because from what I'm I'm understanding is they're not good. Their whole thing is now they rather just pay out uh, 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 the lawsuit to your your family and just kill you. You know what I'm saying? They only want one side of the story. So... The fact that I'm hearing you tell me this story about, you know, police brutality and stuff like that, and you're alive to tell it. So I'm like, because, you know, I mean, you see what's going on now. I mean, just a few days ago, you know, uh, a guy, a guy's truck is out of order. And instead of the police coming to help him, they gun him down. Big, bad dude, as they say. You know what I mean? It's, shit is getting out of hand. So, uh the fact that you are here to tell this story is, is amazing to me just off of that. Now, uh, what? Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, another quick thing was like right after that incident, it was a month later, the same officer that I had gotten into it with out there, they pulled me over. Me, my brother, and his friend, they pulled me over. My brother got out the car, they had him get they, they come with guns out. He got out the car, and his friend got out of the car. They ordered me out the car last. And I'm walking back with my hands up, and I'm saying, he's got a gun. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I was, I, like I said, I, it, I, I told my, 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 my brother, I said, if I had been probably where else, they would have probably shot me. Yeah. I'm surprised that it didn't happen, you know, and that was a scary moment for me, you know, just to experience that, like, and it, and it would have been the same sort of thing. Oh, we thought he had his wallet. Or he had a cut in his pants. They said I had a cut in my pants that looked like a handgun. Right. You know, and then they would have, you know, it's crazy. Oh, wow, man. Now, yeah. Wow. Now, let me ask you this. Did these incidents happen, these run-ins with the police, did this happen before your music, to get back to your music, before you dropped your, your album or anything like that? Was that, uh, like, did you do all this after you came home? It happened after my second album. My second album is called Broken Dream. Okay. And uh, it happened after that. And during all this process, I made an album called Guilty Until Proven Innocent. Yeah, yeah. It's on iTunes, Amazon. And then I felt like it was, uh, uh, I don't know if it's called a self-fulfilling prophecy or whatever they call it, but, you know, I felt like that's what it was. I made that album, then I went to trial, and I was found like guilty in trial, and then I won my civil suit, so. Now, now, I on, that, like now on that album, that's the song that I like that you sent me, is uh, There They Go. Yeah. 
You can tell we in town, cause all you hear is, there they go. I be trying to duck them boys in blue, but there they go. What's up with them girls you be with? Man, there they go. Remember them dudes you had beef with? Well, there they go. You can tell when we in town, cause all you hear is, there they go. I be trying to duck them boys in blue, but there they go. What's up with them girls you be with? There they go. That knocks real good. Talk, talk about that for me. Yeah, talk about that for me, brother. Uh, that song right there, there they go, uh, the beats by, uh, some, some cats called We The North, they from, uh, they from Indiana, they some young cats, and I got a video for it, I shot the video over in Rotterdam, Netherlands, I met a guy over here, he's a producer, I met him on a site called Reverb Nation, and we linked up, he sent me beats, I rapped over him, sent me back, but I was sending him back and forth, so... He's like, man, you can come over here, man, and do a show. I shoot you a video. You can perform. You can sell music, and you can record all over here. You can stay with me. And I'm like, cool, you know. So I just I stepped out on a limb and went overseas. That's my first time going overseas. And when people say if you got a felony, you can't go overseas. That's a lie. I'm a felon, and I went overseas. It's just certain places that you can't go with a felon overseas. Right. You know, you just gotta check that out. But you can definitely go. I got my passport. You know, and I'm ready to go back overseas. It was just, it was exciting just to see the new scenery, new people, and they more, they more prone to listen to your music too. Now, now, what kind of area? Where did you say you were at again? Uh, Rotterdam, Netherlands. Netherlands. Now, now, um, Netherlands. Is it like an all black? Next to Amsterdam. Yeah, you know, was it like? Uh, was there any black people? Uh, there? It, it was black people over there. All of them stuck. Racism, like you see over here, or no? Really, see it? I didn't really see it, you know. I, but I couldn't speak the language either, so I don't know right. if it was being racist or not, you know. But I, I mean, I talked to a few people; it was friendly, you know. But I, I didn't, I didn't get no bad vibe from nobody, really, you know. Yeah, that's what's up, right there. We are uh, one of the co-hosts on this show, International D. He been international for almost 10 years now and he has no plans on coming back you know what i mean he, he loves man. it he loves it over there so i know what you're saying man bro. if i could stay over there i probably would too shoot. it's better money too over there wow so you feel like they man. like to support your hustle a little bit more i feel like i feel like if i was like like when i went overseas like I think like 600 American dollars is like 390, maybe 390 euros mm -hmm. at that time. This is like 2014, somewhere around there. So like, I feel like if I was to make, hey, you said I made 2,000 euros and then I came back to America, or say 5,000 euros and came back to America, I might have like 7,500 American money now, right. or maybe a, a 10,000, somewhere up in there, so you got more American money. You almost sound like uh, that's kind of like you know I got a lot of Latino friends, 
they take American money and go right back down to Mexico. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, I guess the money stretches further. It's kind of crazy, you know? So kind of kind of like the same thing. Now, um, get back to your music again. Now, my favorite joint you sent me was a part of me. Tomorrow's not promised, but right now money's calling me. It may seem like I'm greedy, but they've been starving me. Pardon me. You can say the streets hardening me. My folks try to keep me away from it. Now it's a part of me. Tomorrow's not promised, but right now money's calling me. It may seem like I'm greedy, but they've been starving me. Pardon me. You can say the streets hardening me. My folks try to keep me away from it. That's my favorite too. Yeah, that's that's my favorite joint. A uh, million bucks was tight too, but I really like a part of me because um, that sample, man. You know, I love them soulful like samples and stuff. But uh, can you? Do you believe in telling people the sample? I'm sure I was already trying to figure it out. Let's do it like three times trying to figure it out. You say what? The sample, the sample on that. It seemed like a, it seemed like a soulful sample that the, produ- the, the producer made. Uh yeah, that, that was from Whitehead. My guy Whitehead too. I don't know who exactly the sample is from. Oh okay, yeah, it's real dope, man. Yeah, it's playing in the background. I had that playing. That's that's I was damn. That's right. That's the first song I heard. I'm like, oh okay, okay, okay. So let me ask you this then, man. So like for all our listeners that haven't heard you, which we will make sure they they will hear you. Describe your style. Ooh, ooh. Give me somebody that that people can relate to that they know of or may have heard of that you would say that you. That resemble you. I ain't gonna say you resemble them, but they resemble you. Uh, I would say uh, a combination. Uh, Jay Z, corrupt, and more more East Coast. Cause I grew up listening to East Coast music. You know, right. Queens rapper. Yeah. So uh, you know, no, not not to nobody else, but that's what I was. That's what caught me when I was coming up. everybody can relate to that and uh you know what i can honestly say that when i hear when i heard the part of me joint i was get i was getting more like a uh it kind of felt kanye westish a little bit be, and i'm thinking that more so just because of the sample uh but what i notice about you is though and i think this is where the Nas part comes in the tracks that i've heard you always come in like with like it's almost like a storytelling over a, over a hard ass beat. So that, I guess that's come from that East Coast shit. Cause that's what you know East Coast rappers are known for. They all they tell like a story. And I noticed that like you, you know you come in there, so you you got bars and you telling a story about yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of it's kind of dope how you do that, how you flip that in your music and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that now is that is that like your style, like storytelling and stuff like that? I, I think that I think somewhat, you know, because I feel like when I rap, I feel like I think everybody trying to get their story out. I think everybody trying to get her. So I feel that's part of how I do come off like that. Like, okay, let me tell you, me, you know, everybody got a different stories. You know, 
everybody ain't gonna have the same story, so I just felt like let me try to tell my story in a little more different way. You know, I don't want to be basic. I, 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 I'm really, I try to not be as basic. I want you to rewind. Like, what did he just say? Right, right, right. And I, don't, I don't like a whole lot of that. You know, basic stuff. I want, but some, you know, some people like simple. You know, just a good hook and you know some simple words. So. Yeah, I gotta say, man. It's hard to please everybody. I gotta say, man. I'm kind of impressed, man. You know, uh, just the fact that when I saw that you beat your own case, like a lot of people say they beat a case, but you beat your own case because you represented yourself. Like the the, the article said, you were like you you were self you yourself lawyer. You know what I mean? And I'm like, so what? Hey, what was that like? What was that like, man? You know what I mean? Because like I know I seen it done like in comedies. But I never seen it, like, you know, like, what was that like, man? It was, uh, uh, it was kind of like, well, it's like I, I'm in a situation, it's just, it's, you know, I, I ain't got nothing to lose. I was, I was in the right, you know, and the most I lose is like $350, because that's like the filing fee yeah. to file a civil suit. So I'm like, you know, I know I wasn't in the wrong. I'm fine, and I'm gonna go through it until, you know, something, you know, uh, it's something that's resolved. Because I was like, I was telling my, uh, they gave me a mediation counsel, and that was like a person that helps you with the settlement part, you know, trying to come up with a settlement. Right. But I was telling them, I'm like, I said, I want, I said, if I take any money, I want something that's gonna, you know, you know, hurt them or just let them know that you can't do this to the next person you know because you know they do they do this a lot right, but right a lot of people don't know they rights. you know they scare they think the police can do whatever they want well they can do this they can do that they don't know their rights so i feel like i knew you know some of my rights i've been reading up on stuff you know, after going through situations and dealing with police and, you know just doing whatever so i was reading up on it so i was just like well you know i'm, I'm keep fighting and, and you know, i'm gonna let y'all know I'm not the one, and, and, and hopefully this will stop. This happened from the next person because it could happen again to the next person. You know, it could happen to my family, or it could happen to anybody. So most definitely, maybe they'll think twice next time. For so, real, for real, for real, for real. Yeah. So, like, what what kind of like yeah. when you because you're going against? I'm assuming another prosecutor uh, who's do, who does this for a living. I'm assuming, right? Uh huh. So, like, what were they? Did you did you get that like? Who the fuck this? Did you get like that? Who that fuck this guy think he is? Like, look, you know what I mean? Like, come on, I'm trying. To... I I, I, I kind of did, but I think they was more a little more cockier with it. Like, you know, they didn't really they didn't really want to, you know, they didn't really want to play pay a black man no money. Like, you know, because I think I think that a lot of them think that we, you know, we ain't got no common sense. We unintelligent, you know. Yeah. So I think they started looking at me like, okay, well, he, uh, he trying to, you know. Then they seen that, well, I, I found, I had did this before. I found a silver suit on my own, you know. So they probably like, well, this guy, we can't just, you know, tell him anything, but we're not going to bend right now. But, you know, eventually they end up bending because they know, well, if we go to trial, we're going to lose and you ain't going to get exposed more. Yeah. Because... Uh, the article, you know, it was letting them know uh, in the paper. It's like, well, you know, they they always trying to the person that's 
this assault and they try to make them look bad. Yeah. You know, they was just like, well, that's not the, that's not the situation, you know. You know, a lot of officers being wrong and then, you know, they just get, get away with that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, um... Like I said, I give you, I give you a lot of credit, man, for being able to, uh, you know, what I'm saying, man up, stand up to the, stand up to that situation, you know, what I'm saying, you know, even though you had to do some time or whatever, but, you know, you got your settlement, you know, what I'm saying, but you, you represent yourself and you did your thing, so, yeah, salute to you on that one, brother. Salute to you on that one. Let me have some fun with you. Let me have you some, have some fun with you real quick, man. Tell me about because you've been overseas and stuff like that, and I'm, and from what I'm just understanding, you were a local star and stuff like that. So on Inside the Cave, what we really want to know about is, uh, tell us about the groupies, man. Tell us about these chicks, man. Tell me what, what, what that lifestyle uh, like. That's what we want to know. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know who's listening, you know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody when it listening. Comes to the, <laughs> when it comes to that, you know, they, you know, I'm having a few here and there, but I mean, like, I tell people all the time, I don't really, you know, women be like, you probably got a whole lot of girls anyway, this, this, and that. But, man, I ain't got a whole lot of groups. I think women are intimidated by it. You know, I, you know, I just think, like, they might think um, arrogant, which, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't think I come off like that. But, you know, I have a few here and there, but I don't have a, I don't have a lot of them approach me, like, directly. They might do it indirectly. Okay. So I ain't heard got a whole lot of big groups like that. All right. Um, so, like, compared to, like, where you at now and the Netherlands, who had the best groupies? Oh, man. The Netherlands. <laughs> when I went over there, I, I took probably, like, 20 pictures. I'm, like, I'm seeing these guys. like, man, I have to show my dudes at home what these women look like down here. Yeah. Describe them to us, man. Describe them to us. Man, this one I met on the train station. She <laughs> was just exotic looking, long black hair, mm. uh, pretty face. You know, yeah, she was she was pretty she was pretty nice. Straight up, that's what's up like that. Yeah, man, my boy International D, he says the same thing about overseas. So, yeah, man, so you. Yeah, you telling the truth, man. From what he, he sounds the same way as you. So, all right, all right, give me. Let's, let's do. Let's do this. Um, now you know it's been twenty years since Tupac died, right? And uh, uh-huh. when you think of Tupac, you know, first of all, Tupac or Biggie in your in your in your. Uh, what do you think? Ah, uh, you, you know what? It, it, you know what to think about? Uh, Tupac was just Understand that too, because I we just have this discussion last episode about um you know Tupac, and I and I said to myself you know for people to say that Biggie is the greatest rapper of all time, that's just disrespectful to rap. I mean, the dude died twenty nineteen years ago, be twenty years in March. So in my opinion, I'm like, 
like he dropped two albums, maybe three if you consider the Junior Mafia project. Like that 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 doesn't you know what I'm saying? Just imagine if LeBron James only played two years and even though he got the MVP both years, that doesn't mean he's the greatest basketball player of all time. Like you can't say that. That's disrespectful to to basketball to say that. You know what I'm saying? We could say yep. he dope. Yep. But come on now. So, mm-hmm. so that's how I felt. Now like Pac on the other hand. I think Pac is still dropping new music. You know what I'm saying? So I like it's a it's a difference if you ask me. So I think Tupac is it's like to me he can still drop something right now and and it'll be relevant to what today was what's going on today, you know what I'm saying? So I I'm kinda like with you on that. Let's, uh, give me give me I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw some names at you and uh you just tell me the first thing to come to your mind. These are just some rappers real quick. First thing you come to your mind. I right, uh Jay Z. Uh, one of the greatest. One of the greatest, okay. When you say one of the greatest, is he the greatest or you got somebody above him or what? Oh uh, man, cause I I, I Jada Kiss, man, I think Jada Kiss is like my favorite artist. Yeah. It's kinda hard to put but they up there, like neck and neck. It's kinda hard to be like All right, right. you know, not take Jada and then take Jay and yeah. Okay, yeah. Look, Lil Wayne. Lil uh, Wayne, I like some of his old stuff, but then some of it, I don't know, when he transitioned, it just, some of that stuff I didn't like, but he still had a few nice songs, but I still had to, he got so much work put in, he gotta be in the top five. Drake. Drake is nice. I think he's gonna definitely be in the top five. You know, I ain't with all that singing stuff, but you know, he got to, he getting the ladies. When you, I feel like when you can get the ladies, and then you get, you know, even half of the dudes to support you, you winning. Kanye West. Kanye, top ten. He's he's unorthodox. He's, he's top. I don't, I don't want to say, I, I kind of want to say top five. Because Nas, he got a lot of work. He got a lot of stuff. Yeah, Nas, especially that, when Nas came up with that Steel Manny and Godson, I, I was in love with both of them. That just Nas, he just, that was just, I think that was his best, some of his best work. Because I, I don't want to feel an Illmatic like that. Like, you know, a lot of people like, Illmatic is one of the best albums ever. I went back and listened to it, but I, I don't know if it was the old sound or what it was, but I wasn't feeling like that. But I like Nas. He's probably my top five. Okay, your top five is getting full now, so you know. <laughs> I know it. I know. That's why I want to say top ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to make a top five because I've been trying to do this too. It's like, ah, 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 so. Okay, here we yeah. go. Here we go. Uh, UGK. UGK, they are definitely... They are pioneers of the, of the, the South. And they, they, I think they is one of the reasons the South is on. I mean, Space, you know, he put the South on, so it's probably some other artists, but I think UGK is, yeah, they, a, a, a lot of artists up here in Indiana, Indianapolis, they, they get that, they, they kind of take off of UGK. So UGK, they, Oh, man, it's kind of hard to get a top ten. Man, so many artists out there, man. When you 
Like you naming these names, these is top probably top ten artists. Yeah, yeah. Now and you didn't have to label them. I just wanted to know when you when I when I say that name, what what's the first thing that come to your mind when I when I say these artists, you know what I'm saying? Just I wanna give our, our listeners a, a feel for you and that thing like that. Let me give you one more. Fabulous. Uh, Fabulous. Oh man. I listen. That's the only thing I'm bumping right now in my car. It's fabulous and me. Yeah. So fabulous, fabulous is definitely, man. He, I mean, I, I, I fabulous is real cold. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, he, it's hard to do a top five. Man, fabulous is the top ten, definitely. All right, let's go out to the West Coast real quick. Snoop Dogg. Snoop, uh, I like some Snoop stuff, you know, Snoop more of a party or type of, but, uh, Snoop probably in top 20. Nice, nice. Okay, now, um, uh, I want to, uh, ask you this before we let you go. I got two more things I want to talk about. What do you think about this game and Meek Mill thing? Because now you had an incident with the police, black man against the police, right? And you uh-huh. and this, I guess we can say that you won that. I mean, even though you had to, you know, do some time or whatever, it's, you here yeah. talking with me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a win on that one, brother. So now you see a black man like yourself went against the police, but then you got two black men going against each other, and it's not lyrics. These are not. I mean, it's on it's on wax too, but. This is also getting serious, and we're talking about shooting, killing, fighting, robbing, all that kind of stuff. What you think about that game? Like, like Meek Mill and Drake seemed like it was just on wax, but this game and Meek Mill thing—I don't know if you've been keeping up with it. Seems like it's getting. Nah, I ain't. I, I just seen something on, on YouTube. I mean, was it YouTube? I seen you game. I think it, it was a disc for Meek Mill. He snapped on that, but and I seen somewhere he. Uh, I don't know if it was uh, Photoshop or what, but they said uh, me trying to call a game or whatever, and you know, trying to make up or whatever. But me personally, I think like when y'all got that much money, you know, y'all supposed to be like a conglomerate. It's supposed to be, you know, game, me, me or Rick, everybody's supposed to be combined. You know, y'all supposed to be kings, like. In a whole like a like a secret society type thing, like y'all supposed to all be together like that, you know? Because we already it's already hard to you know to bubble and make it, be successful, help out your family. But then now y'all reach that status where y'all y'all can say something, and y'all can make a million people move. Right. So I feel like they're supposed to take more advantage of you know their position and not you know not not that people, but at the same time. You never, I don't know the, everything that happened, but I just think like when you disrespect it some way, then you know it's kind of hard. You know, it, it, respect is a lot. You know, so when some, you feel like respect, you feel like you gotta take care of that. So I mean, if it was something like that that happened, I don't know. I don't think, but I don't know. So then that would be a little different. You know, you gotta, you know, but you know, it's just y'all got too much money to be trying to beef and kill and get locked up for some stuff. Trying to live and, 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 and take care of our kids and help other people out that we can. You know? No doubt, no doubt, man. That's deep, especially hearing from you. You know, battling with the police and then seeing, you know, two black men. Like if it's just about who better, better MC, whatever. I'm with that all day. But come on, man, we grown now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like let's yeah. not let, let's not let it go. You know, somewhere else. Let me ask you this before I let you go, bro. 
right, I seen I seen the magazine article or, or something on the internet, and uh, it was Rihanna, um, Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce. Right, they were all three of them together. I forgot what it was, but they have something in common. But my question is to you: Is you those are the three women, and you got the choice? You can either marry one, uh, one night stand one and long-term affair one which one would get which one would be in, in, in priority which would want to god well who would be my main between beyonce rihanna Nicki minaj and who else and uh was well, Nicki minaj beyonce and rihanna right and you can uh, you can marry yeah. one you can one night stand one and you can long-term affair one which one would it be which uh, one would get what I'll long term Beyonce because I mean I think Beyonce more of a, a relationship. She's beautiful. She she's well rounded. You know she's solid to me. You know. So you are. She seems like she might be loyal. You you would marry her. She be. Yeah, Beyonce be long term. Okay, that's so you would marry her. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, who would you have an affair with? Uh. Probably, probably Beyonce. Just said Beyonce. I mean, I didn't mean Beyonce. Um, um, probably uh, Nicki Minaj. Well, that's cool. I right, so I'm assuming one night stand will be Rihanna, then, right? I didn't hear you. So I'm assuming one night stand will be Rihanna, then, right? Yeah, one night stand, Rihanna. She just seemed like she was busting. Ah, and, yeah. And, 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 Going about your business. Hell yeah, hell yeah. His name is Wanda yeah. God. He's been on Inside the Cave wrapping it up with CB today, man. I really appreciate that. Hey, bro, tell everybody where we can go find your music. Give everybody your social media, where they can go get this music at, other than the Inside the Cave blog.com under the Cave Spotlight. Where else can people go follow okay. you and all that kind of stuff, man? Okay. Uh, you can go uh, You can go on iTunes, uh, Amazon. You can buy my CDs down on on them CD Baby, and um, you can if you just want to listen to me, you can go on Pandora. I'm on Pandora. I'm on iHeartRadio. Nice. I'm on Spotify. Nice. Uh, almost everywhere where where it's music, and you can find me. I, I try to put my music everywhere, every possible place I can get. So. It's, it's everywhere, you know, and my, my, my Twitter and Instagram is Juan, it's J-U-A-N underscore D-A underscore G-O-D, and my Facebook is Juan the Guy 765, yeah. you know what I'm saying, so, yeah, man. I just, you know, I, I, I hope more people can support this, like I tell people all the time, you just go download a song, it ain't nothing but 99 cents, that's supporting me. That's right. I gotta have something that you don't like. I'm, I'm hoping. You know, I think my music is that good, but you're gonna like at least one of my songs. Well, I'm telling you right uh, now, everything. You know how to send a demo, because what I heard first thing, I'm like, okay, let's 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 let's, let's go ahead. Because you know, I was gonna do the interview regardless, because you're my man, my man, homie. But once I heard the music, I'm like, I told him, I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's 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 do this. I got something I want to talk to him about. Because you know, for me being from Chicago, I don't know, never know what I'm getting. You know what I mean? And I've been out the loop for so long. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to tell you, man, your music is dope. 
Keep working, keep grinding. You got a great story, man. Thank you for coming on Inside the Cave. My man, give it up for Wanda God. Appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you for having me, too, man. Just follow all my links. We can, I collab with whoever, so, you know, I get y'all fans, y'all get my fans. Let's link up. Big Dogs Country Rap Tour of the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap Tour of the Week. Oh, this is what we and I'm going inside the cave on the cave podcast with Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. Inside the cave. Hello, hello, they know, they know. 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 Shout it low. I got flavor. Let you know the kid got it. back inside the cave shout out to big dog for that country rap tune of the week and also give a shout out to wanda god man from uh, muncie indiana doing his thing man great story great interview gonna have him on again with the rest of the crew get the time schedules right great interview buddy appreciate you coming on uh also wanda god was brought to us by three leaf films everybody go to three leaf films and get you Get you your promos done. Get your video promos done from Roland at Three Lee Films. You register on InsideTheCaveBlog.com. You'll get a discount on your first video done with Roland at Three Lee Films. That's the drop you hear at Three Lee Films. Now it's time for our favorite part of the show. Tell me something, Joe. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the K Podcast. Tell him something, Joe! When inside the game. What you got, Joe? <laughs> here we go once again with the dirt sheets. I think I got something a little funny here. Right. Uh, uh, we got a, we actually got a sponsor today, too. Good, good. They kind of go hand in hand. So this woman in Louisiana was arrested. But I'm gonna tell y'all what she was arrested for. And I'm gonna tell y'all what she tried to do so she can get out of uh, going to jail. So this lady, uh, Diane Thomas from Monroe, Louisiana, was uh, accused of assaulting her boyfriend and uh, arrested. She was arrested for punching her living boyfriend in the face and uh, multiple times and scratching him with her fingernails. 
Sound like a boyfriend was a punk, kind of like Slick Rick. <laughs> so this is what she said. She admitted to assaulting him and uh, said it was the victim's fault. She said it was his fault because he was a bitch and I got in and got in her face, so she had to beat his ass. That's what she said. Damn. She said her boyfriend was a bitch, he got in her face, so she whooped his ass. Damn. I just like the mask whooping Slick Rick. <laughs> Hey, see a bitch, slap a bitch, bitch. <laughs> All right, after she realized she was being arrested, you know, she um, tried to get the officer to reconsider. They told him, you know, look, I got a good job. Don't arrest me. I got to go to work. After that didn't work, she uh, allegedly, allegedly offered to do something to the officer. Oh, what did she offer to do? you like to know what she offered to do? I sure will. She offered, she offered to lick that officer's Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you know, the officer, officer, I uh, eat your, I eat your booty <laughs> if you don't take me to jail. <laughs> I'm not lying. This will be up on Inside the Cave blog under the dirt sheets. <laughs> so, unfortunately for her, the officer didn't take up on her booty bribe. But they did charge her for public bribery <laughs> and uh, misdemeanor of domestic abuse. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Right back at you. Oh man! Dirt sheets is back again. <laughs> yeah, she tried to get out of there by eating some groceries. <laughs> oh man! Say so you got a sponsor, right? Yeah. So I reached out. This, this took a lot here. Ooh. And uh, I got the tall salad man from the show Lock Up on MSNBC. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> he sponsored the show. <laughs> the tall salad man. Is that guy real? I remember Chris Rock used to talk that about That man him. is very real. Oh, man. So I asked him, you know, about, I told him about the story and everything. <laughs> and he told me that he liked to tell the people in jail that. When they do him, he like to use jelly or syrup. You know, they they use jelly or syrup. Say he prefer the jelly though. God. He said his motto is, "Somebody gonna have to give up some booty." Oh well. <laughs> he said he go by the uh, name Booty Warrior too. I don't know what the hell that means, but uh, there you go. And he's coming to a penitentiary near you. Wait, wait a minute. So, this, this guy's been locked up since '97. What the hell did he do? Hey. Ain't no telling what he done did since he's been in. Yeah. Oh, man. Not to steal anything from Mr. Uh, Chris Rock, but, hey, what if it was a booty warrior in school? <laughs> he had to keep motherfucking straight. Instead <laughs> <laughs> oh, of calling the cops and calling the him to the principal office, hey, you need to go see the top salad, man. Go holler at the booty warrior over there. Uh, well, I tell you what, in today's generation, they probably get a kick out of that. I know that that wouldn't fly for our generation when we was in school. But today's you don't think gen- it'll stop these kids from sagging their pants and shit? <laughs> yeah, today's generation would probably want to meet the, uh, what, you, <laughs> what, what do you call them? The, the booty man? What you, what you call them? <laughs> the booty warrior? The tall salad man. <laughs> oh, man. Goddamn Joe. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Fleece. His name was Fleece. He was locked up. All right, Veli Vel, good luck following that. Uh, you ready to wrap this show up, man? I have no idea how. 
<laughs> Thanks a lot, Joe. Hey, you must get your newspapers a day late. <laughs> but I never catch them stories. All right, man. Um, let's try to get into this. Uh, into, <clears throat> into this uh, quick, short and sweet. Wait, what for the day's episode? Y'all ready, man? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's knock these out. Pretty good, um, strong and focused show today. So obviously it wasn't as many, but we'll see what these uh, what these do for the people out there listening. All right. Did CB say his son damn near flushed his baby click clacks down the drain? Sure <laughs> Wait, what? Has Slick Rick secretly sent us an eight-page letter of complaints, aka his resume for executive producer of the show? <laughs> Wait, what? Slick Rick, we ain't got time to read all that shit, man. Right. Did Raymond? A listener say his boys was watching the man and the balls while hooping. Get it? Great you know, you know how the coach say watch the man and the ball? Hey. They was watching the man and the balls. balls. Hey, Veli, hey, that's great D. <laughs> Wait, what? And on the same note, Raymond, I hope you was wearing draws while you was hooping. In today's dirt sheet, did a woman attempt to bribe an officer with a little salad tossing? Oh. Hold the ranch strip. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, and that is today's wrap up of this crazy, crazy show. The wrap up with Belly Val. Ain't no stopping us. Slick Rick, what you got to say about us? We know you got some heat for us. Tall salad, man. Oh man! Now once again, I want to give a shout out to uh, Juan the God for coming on Inside the Cave this week. Great interview once again. Shout out to Rolling Three Leaf Film. Shout out to Cat Said, Cousin Lamar, Mike, and International D Trey, the whole crew. Uh, nah, I'll leave it at that. Uh, but yeah, give a shout out to. Uh, well, you know we do this on that Mike show. Mike behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, I give a shout. But also, I want to uh, you know. I ain't going to get too personal, though, but everybody, if you guys believe in some kind of God or whatever you guys believe in, send a prayer up to one of our bros, I said. I'll just leave it at that. You guys send a prayer up for him. Um, also, everybody keep subscribing, tuning in. I'm telling you, this show is going to get bigger and better. We got a host of guests coming on to end this year out. You guys thought 2015 was our startup. 2016 is going to... I'm telling you, it's going to end real good. We got a lot of guests coming on inside the cave. So this, we're going to end 2016 with a bang. And, and I'm telling you, we might even drop more than one show a, a week coming up because we got a lot of people that wants to come inside the cave. On? R. Kelly going to be one of them? Hey, you got to leave R. Kelly alone, man. What is your, what is your hang up? I'm not doing nothing to him. He's doing it to himself. You I'm don't. just commenting. <laughs> hey, and one more thing, Slick Rick. Dog wanted to know, do you like French or Italian dressing on your salad? <laughs> and that's a lie. <laughs> hey, Dog said stay on the sideline and stay warmed up because you on reserve. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't forget to go. Stay to... ready. You never have to be ready. Uh, don't forget to Shout go to, to Rollins. Don't forget to go to Rollins at Three Leaf Films and get your promos, your video promos, video edits, and all that stuff. 
Go to Rolling at Three Leaf Films. And once again, Big Dog, go ahead and get us out of here, brother. Hey, man, before we get out of here, <laughs> I want to send out a uh, RIP to Shorty Lowe and his family. Yeah. Hello. Uh, Shorty Lowe is going to be featured on the country rap tune. Yes, he should. Uh, nah, nah. Who knows? We might even be able to put together a little mini miss. What you think, CB? Uh, I can't do it, but you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, DJ Paul. I, I think you should hook it up, dog. I only know one, one Shorty Low song, and I don't even know if that's his song. Shorty got <laughs> low, low. That's that's him, right? Hey. That's not him. Hey, you stick to R&B. Hey. Give yourself a start over. <laughs> Hey, and you know what? I want to add something too, also, man. I'm hoping next week when we record the next episode, we're not talking about another black unarmed man getting killed. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, is a we bad week for death, man. Uh, Shorty Lowe and the two cops. And then y'all, I think y'all said Shorty Lowe had to bury his dad, you know, four days before. This has been a bad week for death, man. So, uh, a lot of stuff going on, man. R.I.P. to the little 15 year old boy also found killed and burned. Yeah, it's, man, you hear about that shit? Uh, man. Uh, West Side so of Chicago. So much stuff, man. We could be talking about, but on to the next, man. So be positive. All right, man. So, on that note, want to thank y'all for tuning in, and we'll catch y'all ass next week. What's that? I hit the club and I blow that. All these no load that. I'll get you perfect. Make a cold ass. Let's talk money. I got a now. Boys, let's get, get, get it. Hello, hello. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. You're on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Films.